Seven Lamb presents Paralyzed. Chapter 20 Where the Paths Meet, Part 4. still working on this. I told Ray we should drop it, but for some reason I was drawn to it. But maybe it was because I knew Ray wouldn't quit. It was 11 at night. Every time my phone lit up, my heart skipped a beat. How long would it take him to find out I'd been involved with Roland? Every time the light came on, it was a false alarm. Just a random MLB notification thanks to my subscription. I was pretty buzzed right now, but I made some leeway with my keyword searches. I used my access with the Bureau's database to help create another account. A new network login was fine since I was using a VPN. I know it didn't give me total immunity since I still had to create a separate account, but the account I used was based off of a retired agent from the 80s. Mark McNally may have passed away several decades ago, but he could still be useful in solving a case. The trick was eliminating any trail as I searched. That way, if anyone in security were to discover the account, they would think it was just an old one that was never deleted. Damn, I missed this stuff. <laughs> I was still searching for specific keywords, but now I could do it more comfortably with a hidden IP. The problem was I'd still need to talk to local law enforcement like Sheriff Stallworth. Maybe. Just maybe if I could unearth some other cases, then maybe I could buy me and Ray some more time. Ray mentioned Roland had more names, but never got him. If they were other victims, then we needed them. We still had no true link between Patricia Sanders, Sefton Trust, Shane Powell, David Summers, April Law, James Sunderland, Stephen Dwyer, or Noah Montgomery. They were all just names in a notebook who may or may not have experienced all the same thing. But there was definitely something there. Powell and Sunderland were found in the exact same spot. That's when I thought about the fire pit. Oliver worked cult cases before. I should really talk to him more about it. Although Ray didn't seem interested in that aspect. Ray. <laughs> Fuck it. Jake? Hey. What's up? What's going on? I, uh... I just... I just wanted to check in on you. Check in on me? I'm fine. 
Right. That's uh, that's good. I mean, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And you? You're drunk. I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I appreciate it. I have been drinking, but I am not drunk. Not yet, anyway. Good to know. I'm gonna go now, Jake. No, wait. What? I'm. I'm still searching. For what? I'm looking into the Dwyer stuff, and I'm looking for more victims doing widespread searches. I mean, I was doing that before, but now it's a little easier. Why is that? Just is. Hacking? Not hacking. Not at all. I thought you were giving up on Roland. I did. I mean, I am, but not us. She, uh, she may be bringing us down, but maybe if we can... I just... We have to look out for ourselves now, Ray. You and me. Jake, I know where this is going. Do you? There is no you and me. We're working together. That's all it is and ever was. (sighs) Jake, you still there? I miss you, Will. Don't. She hated her first name. That's why everyone referred to her as Ray. But when we were dating, she allowed me to call her by her first... Willow, which I would normally shorten to Will. Don't do that! I lost privileges, huh? You know you did. I fucked up, okay? I've admitted it. Time and time again. And I've heard it all before, to varying degrees of sincerity. I've changed, Ray. I have. Somehow, I don't really believe it. Well, I didn't try to fuck Roland. You want a medal? Come on. Give me... Give me another shot. What does it matter? Odds are we'll both be in jail soon. Right? I'm trying to prevent that. How? I told you. You also told me we were fucked. I'm still trying. For us. Jake, stop drinking and get some sleep. Ray, I really have changed. You could never be there for me in the past. I know. I gave you multiple chances to change then. I know. And you still chose other women over me. I... I know. I'm gonna go now. Part of me wondered if Jake was serious. He was persistent, but a relationship with him was the last thing on my mind. I stared at all the files spread out over my dining table. Half the table was dedicated to my current case, and the other half to Roland. I should have told him I talked to Michelle, but he was drunk. Let him sleep it off. I'll tell him tomorrow. (sighs) The problem with all this was at this point, I was at a standstill. Roland mentioned other names, if they were survivors or victims or really anything we could press on. But as of right now, April Law's case held no new information. Obviously, it was similar to Sefton and Sanders and David, but what did it matter if we couldn't link them in a more substantial way? Jake, I guess, was still looking into Dwyer and Sunderland. The problem was this spanned multiple years. But why? And if there were more people involved, why hadn't anyone noticed this stuff before? And how many could be involved? And why? Casper, no! Casper had jumped onto the table, mixing all the files. I quickly grabbed him. I know, I know. I'm not giving you enough attention. 
I held him up to my chest. He leaned up, pushing his head against my cheek. What are we gonna do with you if something happens to me? I guess the captain and Sam can take you. I wonder if they would. Or Miss Rowe. She probably would. I didn't actually want to think about it right now. I squeezed Casper one more time, then set him on the chair beside me. Stay off the table! I went around the room, picking up all the files. Okay, okay, Casper, you're right. It's late. Time to call it a night. I'll organize everything tomorrow. I left the rest of the documents on the floor, grabbed Casper, and went upstairs. Sorry. What? What time is it? Almost four. What are you doing? Is that a knife? I was worried someone broke in. The side door is unlocked. Seriously? Jesus. Ed could never lock the front door. Damn Brody can't lock the side door. I'll be quick. What are you doing? Looking up my friend's number. At this time? I need to call her. I can't call the precinct. Okay, but will she be up? I don't know. But I have to call her. I've... I've waited too long. Here we go. Do you mind? No. No, make your call. Are you alright, though? No. But I haven't been in a long time. Right. Well, I'm going to go back to bed now. Can you please lock up when you're done? I will. Okay, then. Good luck. I wasn't even thinking of the time. I just need to talk to Ray. I'd wasted so much time. And now, Julia... I had to hear it from Ray. <sighs> Please pick up. <sighs> what time is it? I didn't recognize the number. That actually worried me. I was now awake and alert. Should I answer? It could be about Roland, so I did. Hello? Ray, it's me. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm sorry. Roland, where are you? What happened? No, wait. I need to know. No, 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 no. You answer me first. What the hell happened out there? Was it on the news? Yeah. They know it was my car, right? Of course they do. Everything was in there. I'm glad you took my advice, though, and got out of the car. I did. But what happened? I... I've been waiting to hear from you. So has Jake. Did you forget about us? No. I've been... I've been hiding out. From the cops? I've been staying at a small inn. You still have money, then. I have nothing. But Ray, I need to know. Did you check up on Julia? Did you find out if what David said was... Did you see? 
detective, he would actually called me. <sighs> she took her own life, Roland. So did Elliot Benson. No. Roland. I... I failed her. Just like David. I failed them. Oh, God. Roland, I need you to pull it together and tell me what happened. We're in some deep shit right now. Have, uh, have you been made? No, not yet. But it's only a matter of time. I know. I'm sorry. I take it you don't have your phone. I don't have anything. Well, what have you been doing? Have you looked into anything else? Jake almost gave up, but apparently he's doing some keyword data searching, so it looks like he's still here for the time being. But I'm over here at a standstill. I haven't been able to do much. I've just been staying here, waiting. Waiting for what? Waiting to leave. David says I need to leave. Julia, too. That's why I wanted to call. Julia visited me. Why couldn't you call earlier to tell me you were okay? I felt bad. You felt bad? Wow, Jake was right. You can't lay off the booze or drugs, and you're taking us down with you. There's no coming back from this unless we solve it, and now... I mean, now... I'm sorry. You're always sorry. What are we gonna do, Roland? I don't know. I take it you haven't been watching the news or reading up on anything. No. So you don't know about Michelle? No. Is she... She's fine. Oh, thank God. I wouldn't go thanking him just yet. Her family was killed. She got away, and now... Well, now she's looking for you, too. What? What happened? Some people broke into her house. Her parents were killed. Is... is it related to this? I don't know. But the fact that she's looking for you tells me it's probably important. Is she with the police? She didn't go to the police. A lot has happened since we last talked, Roland. And time is running out. Paralyzed. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Amy LeRae as Roland, Catabel as Ray, Jack Austin as Jake, Ariel Hack as Michelle, Brian Messick as Captain Hiltz, Mitchell Beck as Ansel, Mark Karoftis as Oliver, Joseph Harmon as Hal, Rachel Stidham as Mayor, Brandon Levine as Ed. Gina Coyle as Torv, Krista Tolley as Robards, co-starring Lindsay Riley, Alexander Dottie, James Brown, Anthony Mayer, Corey Pettit, Kyle Mooney, David Quiqui, Joseph Berzinski, Monica Ward, Amber Simpson, Sherman Alpert, Ali Holcomb, and Robert M. Lamb as David. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Eldridge T'Challa of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit 7lamb.com for more audio dramas such as this one. This has been a 7 Lamb production.